This is the BCSN Pod Zone, your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here are the BCSN Sports Wrap, Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab, Knights of the Round Table, The Pregame Show, The Carlos Brown Show, The ONG Strike Zone, and more in one place. We are changing the way you consume HBCU sports one broadcast at a time. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And boy, boy, I love it, love it. Yeah. I love it, love it. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And man, yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a loss. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouse. But if they won, keep tab. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Cavill, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talkin Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Talkin they about. compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna loud, yeah. And who the ball, ball, So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay attention, cause he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Cavill with Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Mike Washington is still out on assignment, but welcome to episode 296 of Inside HBC Sports Lab radio show and podcast. The show is covering the sporting HBC diets for all things HBC sports. For institutions large and small, from the NIA to the NCAA, we share insights and information on the HBC sports culture, HBC athletic aesthetics to facilitate the story of HBC athletic programs in the business of HBC sports. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, along with my co-hosts today, which is none other than Charles Bishop and A.D. Drew. We're filming from our home studios and sending a signal live, KCH 1230 AM studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, multi-Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper, in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. Today's episode of Inside the HBC Sports Lab is sponsored by THG Agency. LLC, THG Agency is a company that provides sporting and educational consulting and data analytics. With that being said, Charles, you're looking slim, ready for Miami, but that's another week away. <laughs> but we do have some games in week zero. With that being said, how are you doing today? Doing well, Doc. Looking forward to week zero. We got football coming this weekend. We got Texas high school football going on uh Tonight, tomorrow, so looking forward to it. It's time for football season to get up and rolling. I like it. I like it. Making sense. Making sense. Let me go to A.D. Drew, the quintessential professor that is he. 
clinical professor getting it in the house. How are you doing today as we get into week zero? What are your thoughts? Man, I'm doing hot, but I'm not doing as hot as the Black College Sports Network is right now, bringing all this coverage of all these media deals out here and really breaking it down. We're going to say for the lab listeners today, because this is uh, Dr. Cavill's show, but, uh, you know, we did a good breakdown on Sunday on the BCSN Sports Wrap. We had a couple open-ended questions that you guys came along Tuesday and were able to close close up for us, you know, dialogue that you and Charles had on Tuesday. And I, I thought Brian and I with uh, Kyle Bowles and Bo Carter, you know, put it out there, but you guys really brought it home on Tuesday, fellas. Man, I appreciate that, and I'm in the middle of the show. I'm just going in, and I'm feeling it, and I get this text. He's like, fire. I say, oh, I realized that we had something maybe a little magical there. So I appreciate that. Um, one, just checking us out and continuing to be the backbone and supporting everything. But I agree with you. It was a pretty good show. Before we get into some news of the day, let me get your opinion of, you know, why were you – um, excited about what you were listening to that day. Last because for those that may want to go back and check it out. When you get out here and really start looking at some of people's opinions on Twitterverse, people who are not on the inside, not in the know, and I'm not saying that I am all in the know, but I have a lot more knowledge of the ins and outs of these things than a lot of people that I've been privy to uh, to receive that information. And people like we could should have had this, you should have had that, you should have had this without understanding really for the lack of it, the business side of everything that's going on, the professionalism. For what for what is going on, because and, and let's be real, we, we all three of us are privy to information that we we can't even tell each other, let alone people people on, the, on these podcasts, you know, and and that's to maintain professionalism, sources, and everything like that. We can prepare so that when it breaks. We already know the story's coming. We already know what it is. We already know how we need to handle it from a media point of view. And pe- people don't understand that. Seems like people don't respect they, they, this microwave society. Everybody has to know now. Everybody thinks that, you know, their ice is colder than our ice. No, it's still 32 degrees. It, the ice is still 32 degrees, and the water's <laughs> going to boil at 212 degrees. No matter how you get it there. So that that's what it is. And the fact that we were actually able to go to some source. We talked to Kyle Mosley, who was one degree of separation from Byron Allen when this came out. And he, and he put that story out. Then we talked to Mo Carter, who was privy to some information, being one of those duopolies that will be showing this. So he knew this was coming down the line. And then he was able to tell some stuff about what was going on behind the scenes and how that side was going to work. Then you guys went to one of the people who was really behind putting this all this thing together. What more? People. You're not getting this anywhere else but on the Black College Sports Network between the multiple shows that that, that we do. You know, and, so, and, and, and then when you throw in the hottest podcast that's out there in HBCU sports with the pregame show. 
uh, right now. I mean, what, what? Please, why, why are you, why? Wait, you need to follow other people for diversity, but when you want truth, come to Black College Sports Network because we gonna, we gonna give you the truth. We gonna tell you everything you need to know, and if we don't tell you what you need to know, you don't need to worry about it. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm off my soapbox. I am really off my soapbox. It's all, no, specu it's all speculation. Well said. At that well, point. said. Well, well said. Seriously, well said. With that being said, Charles, I'm gonna go to you. I'm gonna let you get into some news of the day, unless you want to provide some further comments before you get in there. Well, sure thing. Uh, and, and I'm gonna echo uh, AD here for a second. I mean, when you, <clears throat> uh, one of the beauty, one of the beauties of this network, one of the beauties of a show like this is uh, to get that uh, information firsthand and to get it unvarnished without. Uh, you know, fluff without uh, uh, so much opinion to get factual information. And I'm always appreciative of being a part of uh, a show like this uh, where, uh, Dr. Cavill, you bring on some tremendous heavy hitters, uh, for not just from uh, the, the various conferences, but from sports business in, in, as a whole. So uh, it is always uh, an important uh, show uh, that, uh, that our listeners, you know, really uh, tune in on Tuesdays and Thursdays and this upcoming Sunday. So I, I, I look forward to it. It really is a lot of fun. No doubt about it. For both of y'all to check in the mail, so I appreciate you. Go ahead. <laughs> sure thing. Well, let's start off the four-letter network who will be going to the Black College Hall of Fame Classic as first take. Stephen A. Smith's all as Let me jump in here since – AD just to my own, I say the other four letter network. The other four letter <laughs> network, exactly. ESPN's <laughs> first take, uh, Stephen A. Smith's uh, alma mater, Winston-Salem State, they'll be taking on Central State and the Black College Hall of Fame Classic. But uh, the first take uh, show will be broadcasting from the Black College Hall of Fame uh, uh, game. That game will, or that live broadcast will be on Friday, September 2nd, prior to the game. So uh, kudos to Black College Hall of Fame Classic Weekend bringing in. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, and uh, for sharing the light on HBCU, the athletic HBCU football that we keep. Great points, great points there. Let me go to you, A.D. Drew. What do you want to share uh, with that? But before I ask you to share, I think this is really cool, um, the momentum of the Black College Football Hall of Fame Classic in the game, those that had a vision to put this together, and the fact that they have pushed – um, the larger institutions, ESPN, NFL, to get behind this, as well as several of the franchise to get behind supporting what does this look like. So um, kudos to all involved. Obviously, Stephen A. Smith, HBCU alumni himself, Winston-Salem State. And over the last several years, um, he put HBCUs uh, on – his platform directly in terms of his shows um, and carrying it in different ways. So I think that's fascinating. Um, this is just another example of what he's doing. Remember last year he was at FAMU. Um, he's at, been at different places previous to that. Uh, he had HBC week, so he continues to carry that banner in various different ways. So no matter how you might feel about Stephen A. Smith and his commentary, he's also getting it done on this side for sure. Uh, let me go to you. Uh, and get your thoughts on some news of the day before we take our first break. Uh, this one, uh, speaking of classics, uh, and I said this to you guys uh, 
earlier this week in our, in our group chat. You, you know, I had some concerns about the UAPB Alabama A&M game uh, being dubbed as the St. Louis River City HBCU football classic. And uh, I had some concerns because I hadn't heard anything about it except for the original commentary by Bo Carter when he announced that Alabama A&M was going to be participating in it. Uh, Bo Carter, friend of the network, has to put that out there. But yes, the, earlier this week, I was uh, finally got a press release, uh, and it reads, St. Louis, get ready for the, a gridiron showdown between the University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Golden Lions, and the Alabama A&M University Bulldogs in the inaugural St. Louis River City HBCU Football Classic. The gridiron matchup and showdown will be held on Sunday, October 16th at the Dome at America Center at 3 p.m. And that is the Dome that the St. Louis Rams formerly called home before they moved back to Los Angeles. Uh, and it goes on and on. It has some, uh, has some other information. But the most important thing is tickets for the St. Louis River City Historically Black College and University and University Football Classics are available on Ticketmaster, and tickets range from $25 to $55. In addition, uh, Dome at the American Center Suites will be available for attendees of the Classic. So it looks like the Classic is confirmed, and it is going to happen in St. Louis. It is a Sunday game, and if I remember right, looking at the schedule, it's the last kind of special game that's going to occur on a Sunday in the HBCU football season. So I'm happy that my hometown is going to get this, and I hope the, we really get out and get good support there in my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. Well done. Well done. We'll take this break. We'll be right back after this break with our first interview uh, to get you started as we close out the week with Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Stick with us we'll right back after this break. Support the Black College Sports Network so we can continue to provide you coverage. Go to myjbn.com slash support and be a part of the Black College Sports Network. Let's get back to getting ticks instead of watching flicks. Before we can safely get out there, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit getvaccineanswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your crew. Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember. They can use less. Sweet pillows of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll everybody <laughs> we all go why not enjoy the go with Charmin? maureen is saving big holiday shopping at amazon so now she's free to become maureen the marrier food is her love language and she really loves her grandson like really loves since 2002 empowerment resources inc a nonprofit organization has empowered more than 1500 youth and adults in duval and surrounding counties through its programs journey into womanhood girls mentoring life skills for teens 
and parenting education coaching. To get involved with programs, volunteer, or donate, visit www.empowermentresourcesinc.org. Follow us on social media, facebook.com forward slash empowerment.resources and instagram.com forward slash empowermentjax. The analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want a lot, yeah, and who the boss. So listen to Professor Yes Sir and pay attention because he gon' teach a lesson. This is Dr. Millwood inside the HBC Sports Lab with AD Drew and Charles Bishop. Our guest is Derek Weber. He is the CEO of Weber Marketing. He's going to talk to us a little bit. Let me get all this right, man, because you got so many titles and sponsors. I'm excited about this. And I want to do you right. Pepsi 2022 National Battle of the Bands presented by Toyota. Yes, yes. Performance featuring Quavo and Takeoff. It's at yeah. the NRG Stadium, Saturday, August the 27th. That is this Saturday. You got so many sponsors, I don't want to leave them out, but you got J.P. Morgan Chase and Company Cricket, Crackleberry, Houston Sports Authority, being the uh, Procter & Gamma, I said, P&G, H-E-V, Coors Light, Home Depot, Metro, Academy, and Sony. My goodness, brother, you've been working. <laughs> How's it going today? It's going great. And thank you guys for having me on. It's, it's definitely good to see everyone again. Yeah, it is a yes, pleasure. It is. Pleasure. You've been doing this for a couple of years, but this is the second year, obviously, in Houston. Third year, depending on how you calculated COVID, kind of put a little dent yeah. in a little bit of it. But uh, second year in a row, I'll put it that way, uh, yeah. where you've been able to get this done. Multiple bands come in town. So before I steal too much thunder, let me first ask you, how are you doing? Doing great, man. We're truly, truly blessed, and uh, we're enjoying the journey. And uh, it's it's been fun so far, and everybody's healthy and safe, so we're truly blessed. So thank you for asking. With that being, let's go ahead and go with the headlines. You got eight bands here. Which yeah. bands do you have for those that may not realize? What bands do you have in town in Houston coming into this big event? Yeah, we have. Uh, Kentucky State coming in town, North Carolina A&T State University, uh, Alabama A&M, um, Alcorn State University, Southern University, Gramlin State, uh, uh, PV is, is going to be in the house, uh, Bethune-Cookman is coming as well. Ooh. We have a uh, great lineup, and, and uh, we're excited about the lineup this year, and we added another piece to it where we're bringing in a, a live performance by the Amigos or... Uh, and the, and those guys. So we're, we're we're excited about what we can bring to the community uh, uh, for for a great lineup of bands and entertainment. Well, my wife Faith said you need make sure you had you on because she had you made and was here. But I'm gonna tell her Charles didn't give uh, Alabama a band a big woo when he's I'm gonna put Charles on that bus. Go ahead, Charles, since I'm messing with you. Let, let me let you jump in and ask the question. 
Well, that, that actually brings us to a great question is uh, how the bands uh, selected to, to participate in the, in the 2022 uh, Battle of the Band? Yeah, I mean, basically the bands are selected. We have a collective group that we meet a committee um, internally. Uh, we evaluate and try to really balance it out uh, with bands year in and year out so we can have equal representation across the board. Uh, hence why we brought in, you know, Kentucky State, uh, give them an opportunity of uh, uh, SIAC conference school and and uh, you know ANT we brought them back but Alabama AM this is their first year and Alcorn State this is their first year so uh, we try to create some balance and give every band an opportunity uh, to to be a part of this and you know this year we have PV next year we have Texas Southern and uh, so we want to you know continue to create that balance and opportunities for a little, little, little bit of all bands to be able to create and, and, and get this fun exposure. No doubt. So with that, yeah. With that somebody Jared, called and said, let me in. It's <laughs> 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 like, man, it don't work like that. Hey, go, go over there and buy you tickets. They, they on sale. Uh, and <laughs> since we had it, where can they get the tickets? Yeah, they can get the tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the National Battle of the Bands website.com, uh, over at NRG Stadium as well. Uh, tickets are $20. Uh, we still kept it pretty affordable so the whole family can enjoy the experience. And the day of ticket prices will be $25. But uh, we started off with ticket prices at $15. Um, and uh, we, uh, we're, we're excited to be able to keep it at a price point that's, you know, reasonable for the whole family to to be able to come out and enjoy no doubt Eddie Drew go ahead oh uh, Derek you know I've been one who's organized events similar to what you're trying to do not not with bands but uh on the athletic side Baseball. and yeah <laughs> the black college world series yeah um <laughs> and people don't understand the hard work that yeah. really goes into it and the behind the scenes that go into it. Yeah. So I have, I, I have to ask you as somebody who's been sitting in a seat similar to yours, what is your motivation for even trying to put this event together? Because, <laughs> because, because it, it, we all have these, have these crazy ideas, but when you actually start getting it and did have to have to get this person to help you and, and this person to go out and find somebody to pay for this and pay for that, you know, that, that so, there has to be an underlying motivating factor. So tell us, what was your inspir inspiration to put this event together uh, way back when? And, and be before you answer that, I'm going to take a little bit off. It's, it's certainly not just money. Because no, it's really, not money. It costs yeah. a lot of money to do this, and it takes a while before you might get a return on that investment. No, no, you're 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 absolutely right, and it, really the whole foundation of what we do and why we do it. To be honest with you, and you know, it's funny because sometimes when you're digging in and you you you, you got these weeks on weeks on weeks of a lot of work, you kind of question yourself sometimes or why you do it. Um, but this year, uh, year eight with the program, we're approaching a million dollars in, in giving back to uh, uh, to scholarships with IHBCU participating bands. And so that's what helps fuel us. And, and that's what helps. I, I mean, we, and we want to do it the right way, too. And we want them to experience, you know, opportunities and events like this, like a BCS field. 
Um, you know, we're flying in A&T with American Airlines. Uh, we flew in Bethune-Cookman. Uh, everything that we do is first class. All the bands are staying at um, hotel properties in the Galleria area from the Hyatt Regency to the JW Marriott to the Sheraton Suites and so on and so on. Uh, we make sure that they get the meals that they want and, and, and enjoy and we feed them three times a day. Um, and uh, we just want to create like a great atmosphere and experience. We bring in the college presidents. We put them up at the St. Regis um, car service. We swag out the rooms with some of our sponsor stuff and um, bring them over to the suite, show them over there. So we want to create like an, like an experience that isn't always typically like that with, with our HBCU events. So, and we know, cause we've been around the block, like this ain't our first rodeo. We've seen a lot. So, and we know it's hard and it's a lot of work that we put into it, but it's, it's the little things. And, and, and so far every year, we just sharpen a pencil on those little things. I mean, we got, I mean, we got, we got four charter flights. We got 64, over 64 charter buses, um, seven hotel properties, um, 2,200 band members, we feed them three times a day. We shuttle them around Houston for practice times, meeting with local high schools. I mean, it's just an all-out experience for them and then for others that are watching them. So that's that's kind of why we do it, man. Well, the city of Houston and Harris County ought to be happy because that sounds like a big economic impact that you got going on right there, my brother. <laughs> it, it is. We hit $15 million last year. Um, we're thinking that we will surpass that this year. Uh, we're, we already have sold over 40,000 tickets. So we're in a good place so far with tickets and, and Friday and Saturday are our big days. And so, uh, we're excited about what we can bring as far as the economic impacts, you know, and, and, you know, Harris County supports us and, and the Lone Star Sports and Entertainment folks, they support us. Um, and, you know, we're an official, you know, MBE certified minority company. So, uh, we just want to do things the right way. And we know our value. And uh, that's the great thing about Harris County. They know our value as well. And so uh, they, they really come to the table to make this sustainable. Darren, let me ask this question. What are some of the events that uh, surround the, the, the Battle of the Band competition? Yeah, so like tomorrow we're kicking off the um, Entrepreneur Emerging Experience um, in which highlights uh, Capital Wealth with J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Health and Wellness, um, uh, seminar. Uh, we have a Sony motion pictures seminar highlighting the woman king and then talking about content development. Um, that's going on over at the deluxe theater. Uh, it's free. Um, it, it goes on between nine and one. Um, and then, um, uh, you know, that evening we have a step and stroll over at Texas Southern University um, back to the yard event with the Chili's, the bands and the Greeks and fraternities, sororities out there awarding off scholarship money to those Greek organizations. Uh, and then on Saturday, uh, we have an effort that we rolled out this year where we are feeding the homeless. So we're giving over 200 meals, um, courtesy of Cracker Barrel, uh, to, uh, to the homeless tomorrow uh, on Saturday. And then we have the college fair that's free uh, between 1.30 and 4.30 over at the NRG Center. And uh, we have over 25 HBCUs that's over there. A lot of our college, uh, a lot of our uh, corporate partners have setups over there as well. And, and that's free. 
And then uh, the actual uh, Battle of the Bands event that that kicks off with the, the zero quarter at 530 and then the actual show at six. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about this step and stroll back to the yard kickoff tomorrow here at Texas Southern University event. It starts at five, $4,000 grand prize in terms of that feature in the DJ battle, Greek battle, food trucks, uh, Calvin Mur- Murphy uh, marching thunder and drum line, drum yeah. uh, band, drum line band, I should say, uh, design, design to dance. Man, a lot of things going on with that. That should be big. So, you know, check yeah. that out. Excited about that. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's, you know, everything that we do, we try to make it affordable. We try to make it free. We really want to get engaged in the community. Um, HTB is giving away music instrument scholarships um, to five deserving high schools that we're going to award um, at the uh, actual Battle of the Bands as well. So we really like you, you, you hit it on top of the head. We got great partners. Uh, Pepsi's giving away uh, a couple of jobs on site. Um, um, on Saturday as well, that they're awarding to some uh, PV students. Um, so, I mean, we got some great, great partners across the board, and we're we're excited about what they bring to the table to help support us and and really uh, show the value of IHBCUs in the communities that we serve. Well, I know in the Battle Band, there's not official winner, but we took it upon ourselves as last year. I day you the HBCU marching sport where we actually went through the season week to week and had a poll ranking. Now, one thing that was unique about HBCU Marching Sport Pro Ranking presented by Dr. Tavia and inside HBCU Sports Lab is the fact that there had to be a competition. You know, we got some good fans. They can do stuff, but they don't travel. That doesn't work for us. There has to be a competition. And where I'm from, in terms of sport, if there's a competition, there's a winner and there's a loser. (laughs) <laughs> so last year, there were eight great bands, yeah. which means we broke it in half. There are going to be four winners and four losers. <laughs> last year, the Spartan Legion was there, and, and, and credit to Leonard Blow. We talked about, you know, we're Spartan band. I said, well, you know, they were there last year, and they brought it. They did good. Yeah. But we will kick off Dr. Ville's HBCU Marching Sport. And you know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll, we'll kick that off. And we're going to tell you on Tuesday next week, <laughs> who are the four winners, who are four losers. So you uh, might uh, not have to do it at the event. We'll save yeah. you that. But we're going to do it for you. <laughs> well, I look forward to hearing who, who wins and who loses. So I'm, 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 I'm going to be dialed in to know what that is on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like that. That's a deal. That's appreciative. With that said, we know you've got a valuable time. you got a meeting. you got to get out of here. Any last thing you want to say before we let you go? Hey, listen, I appreciate you guys um, having me on and, and truly uh, helping us amplify our voice and, and our mission to support HBCUs through music arts and education. If you haven't gotten your tickets, please get your tickets. Come out. Have a great time with the family. It's a great event weekend. And uh, thank you guys so much for your support. One last one. Let me sneak this in there. I apologize. Jerome Jeep Sutton says, how can he watch this? My understanding, you got to be there live, but is it going to be taped where maybe you can watch it later on a streaming platform? Yeah, we're, we will have, uh, we're, we're actually going to uh, uh, produce it and uh, have a show um, that we're going to re-air in February uh, during Black History Month. All right. When you do that, come back to us. 
we can make sure you put it out there so people can know exactly where to go to catch it uh, in terms of watching it then. But if you want it live, you got to be in the building, and that is NRG Stadium. Obviously, you got a performance feature on Quavo and Takeoff um, for the Pepsi 2022 National Battle of the Bands in Houston, Texas, presented by Toyota as managed by Derek Weber and his partners for Mark Weber Marketing. Appreciate your time. We'll be right back after this break. Your ad could be ran here. MyJBN.com backslash support. MyJBN.com backslash support for more information. Free driving offers the most advanced and luxurious pickup in its class. Yeah, it rocks. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge, featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com That's www.slowburnwaco.com Supermarket sushi, really? No. Wait, Troy, you work here? I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working, huh? Oh, Troy, you're such a good teacher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> never not working. Never not working. Never, ever not working. Are you serious? Never not working. Standard protection that's never not working. Head and shoulder scalp shield technology. It's like a loot machine. All around town, trying to get Press the analytic data with your hip-hop. If you know them like I know them, they're going to tell you if your team, if they want to love you. So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir. And pay attention, because he's going to teach a lesson. This is Dr. Bill with Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Mike is out on assignment, so we have none other than A.D. Drew. We're going to get into some football talk. It's that time of the year. We got our first week zero matchups. We got three games we're going to discuss for you today. We're going to start out at the NIA, NCAA Division II level. That's the SIAC Waters University, as they still are transitioning from NIA to Division II. They play a full SIAC conference. They got the note that they continue to move forward with their transition. So they will be eligible for the championship that came out uh, late last year when we heard about that. But this game is in Miami Gardens, Florida, Betty T. Ferguson Recreational Complex, Saturday, August the 28th, as you know, at 2 o'clock. Um, the game will be on HBCU League Pass. It features Edward Waters Tigers at Florida Memorial Lions. 
big rivalry game. Both of these teams not too long ago brought back football programs, Elwood Waters first, and then later Florida Memorial. Intriguing matchups, been some good games the last couple of years. I'm going to go with you, Charles, first. What are your thoughts on this matchup? This is a tough matchup for me uh, when you take a look at Florida Memorial and Elwood Waters, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to shade – Towards Edward Waters on this one, I, I like some things that they're doing with their program, and uh, I, I'm waiting on our Division Two writer to, to, to really uh, <laughs> go go in depth with Florida Memorial Edward Waters. Let's see what it is, what he got. Before I let him start and do what he does at that level, I do want to ask you: This is also a unique battle, bands as well in its own right. You lean in one way or the other on the battle of the bands part. Ooh. Let me go here with water. I'm gonna go with all. all oh, so you gonna you gonna split it? You gonna split yeah, it? Yeah, I see. Yeah. That's nice move. That's pretty smooth. You don't lose no fans <laughs> like that. Andy <laughs> Drew, do your thing. Tell me what do you thought about the big at class? I'm gonna start off with the battle of the bands. Uh, I've got to. I'm leaning more towards Florida Memorial because. Uh, because of, I, I I really can't put it on it. It's just a different sound that you get out of Florida Memorial, and maybe it's just me. I just kind of like the sound from that, that that southern with a little bit of Caribbean flair that they added to it now mm, there in Florida like to uh, appease their uh, market. Plus, what one of their former band members. Uh, wild man Will Marcelin, who's uh, a fan of the Black College Sports Network, uh, having looked look to see if he's logged on, he he marched at Florida. Yeah, he's a regular. He's probably out there working. Yeah, he, yeah, either that or he. I, I think he's out on the road right now, but I I know he said he was going to be there okay. in Miami for the game. So I'm go I'm going to go with the the person who supports the Black College Sports Network when it comes to the band. Now on the green eye, that's a different story. I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, Massey Ratings has Ever Waters as an 11 point favorite in this game. One name that I want you to remember from Ever Waters is Deshaun Hugie. Not Hugie, not Huggy. Hugie is how you pronounce his name. He's, he's a senior for Ever Waters. Uh, it's leading Russia, he's returning for for his last year in in Duval, and if he if he toasts the rock, and if he gets over hundred yards, it's almost going to be guaranteed that Ever Waters is going to win this game. So that's going to be the key person that you need to look for for Ever Waters. I am leaning towards Duval and Ever Water Tigers. Man, well done. Now we know why he's the Division II guru for HBCUs, particularly for the SIC. Let's sneak over to another one uh, that should be close to you. Uh, we're going to skip through the, the early game. We're going to go to the nightcap, uh, which happens to be uh, ACC versus SWAC, North Carolina versus FAMU, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, as Keenan Memorial Stadium. It's at 815. We'll be on the ACC network. Number three ranked in Dr. Bill's NCAA poll, uh, major division, uh, Florida A&M Rattlers versus uh, North Carolina Tar Heels. 
that some people have doing some things in the ACC. So intriguing matchup. Yesterday we got the announcement from Coach Simmons that he's picking a starting quarterback. But beyond that, A.D. Drew, what do you have to say about this matchup? Massey Ratings has North Carolina as a 34-point favorite. I've seen lines as high as 35 and a half for for North Carolina. I'm going I'm going to tell you this. I uh don't bet because I I'm, I'm telling you this, but I'm taking FAMU in the points on that. FAMU's defense will keep this game respectable for for the Rattlers. As a matter of fact, here's my bold prediction of the week, Dr. Kavir, because you know I got to get one in there. FAMU will be within one score at halftime because of that defense, <laughs> especially when you look at uh, the, the one of the like top linemen in FCS in Isaiah Land. Isaiah Land is basically using this as an audition for, for him to – increase his draft stock because there's no way Isaiah Land should not be called next April by one of the 28 teams, excuse me, one of the 30 teams in the NFL. So, excuse me, 32 teams. Boy, I don't went back when I said 28. <laughs> one of the 32 teams in the NFL. Uh, the fact that a quarterback has finally been named, be it because uh, the incumbent was hurt or because the new starter – actually earned the job i guess we're gonna have to i guess we're gonna have to find that out saturday but everything else florida a&m has we good running game great good receivers just got to get the ball to the receivers moose's job is not to make mistakes this is one game you're not expecting moose to go out and win for florida a&m his job is not to put Florida A&M in a position where they lose the game. If Florida A&M can end every position on a kick, that's either a punt, a field goal, or a PAT, Florida A&M will be in this game. They will cover and keep it, keep it respectable. Great points. Charles, go to you. I know you're salivating for next week, but we're gonna, you got to save that a little bit. You got to talk sure. about it. Bro, first, yeah. what are your thoughts well, on this matchup? Yeah, obviously, it's going to be a tough matchup anytime you talk about an FCS versus an FBS team. Uh, but you have to like uh, Florida AM's defense to go out there uh, and, and go and go make some plays. Isaiah Land, this is an opportunity for him to get on uh, the big stage uh, in terms of going against uh, an FBS team and see can he put pressure on, on North Carolina's quarterback. Uh, he led all of FCS in sacks last year with 19. So uh, I think what you really want to look at in this game are are the questions going into the season. Can FAMU answer some of those questions? I think one of those first questions was who's going to play quarterback. Jeremy Moose was named the quarterback the other day, uh, 6'3", 225, Vanderbilt transfer. He's a prototype uh, quarterback. So we'll see what he can go out there and can do and can can he move the offense. The other question is, uh, Pam, you had an offensive line overhaul. Uh, so you, you're going to have guys, uh, only two starters back from last season. So the question is, can – uh, Musa have some time to move the ball. And then secondary production for me is going to be a huge one with, with Florida AM against North Carolina because, well, we expect North Carolina to have a high, high powered offense in the ACC this year. Um, can FAMU's secondary hold up? No Marquise Bell this season, but they do have a great one who's one of my top defensive backs in all of FCS and BJ Bowler. So uh, it'll be interesting to see 
uh, what fam you can go out and do. And more than anything, you want them to come out of this game healthy, which uh, I, I you know fully expect them to come out of this game healthy because everybody wants to see uh, a great matchup next week with Jackson State. So uh, more than anything, go out there. I, I'm, I'm with AD. I think they will keep it within the line. Uh, I think they'll go out there and put up a good performance. Yeah. One, 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 uh, one, one last point. The reason I say FAMU needs to end every possession with the kick because they have two of the best kickers in FCS. You've got a Chris Fadul who is coming off of uh, – he was, he was the special teams player of the year in the BAC, did not play last year due, because, of, because of injury. And then uh, and they, and they've got one of the best place kickers also in, 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 uh, in the swag. So, yeah, this is why it's important that every possession for FAMU is on the foot of one of those two players. And, and that's Jose yeah, uh, Romo Martinez. Yeah, when you have players like that that can help flip the field, uh, that are talent in – chance uh, to go to the NFL if not in terms of draft in terms of free agency because they're that talented um, at this level that's a great point and it kicks off the rest of the season let's take our last break we'll come back after this and talk a little bit about the celebration bowl between Howard University and the Alabama State uh, University Bison versus the Hornets check this out we'll be right back after this last break Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. We'll be there soon. We? Is this the one? Well, let's say I found the one who takes me to another level. Always stays calm under pressure. Most importantly, the one that helps me discover the coolest places. This sounds wonderful. Come outside, I'll introduce you. They're here. Definitely the one. (laughs) Introducing the all-new Nissan Frontier. At CDW, we get speed as the new currency of success. Our team spends way too much time tending to outdated applications and software when they should be focused on driving application agility and innovation. CDW Amplify Development Services modernizes software and application development to help accelerate innovation and digital transformation. So you mean building new applications, UI, and mobile interfaces? Well, you said you needed to innovate more quickly. Oh, so he's a listener. To do more at scale, trust CDW Amplify Development Services. It's like a loot machine. All around town, people trying to get down. Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they're going to tell you if your team, if they want a lot left. And who the ball? So listen to Professor Yesa and pay attention because he's going to teach a lesson. 
This is Dr. Bill with Inside the HBC Sports Lab for our last segment. We have Professor Bishop, Clinical Professor Drew. I know I said Celebration Bowl. Am I speaking in existence? Can Alabama State get back out of the swag to the Celebration Bowl? Is Howard going to surprise everybody to get? They already shaking my head. Don't know you try. I'm sorry. Me ask swag challenge. Let me get straight to the business since I screwed it up. Let me go to the professor. Charles Bishop, tell me a little bit about this matchup. What do you see in terms of this? And who are you predicting to come out of here with the win? Well, this is a really intriguing matchup. When you talk about Alabama State uh, with a brand-new head coach, Nate Robinson Jr., and a new quarterback, uh, Demetrius Davis, uh, that uh, I'm really excited to see. Of course, uh, when he was here at North Shore, uh, he set the world on fire and uh, went from North Shore to Auburn. Now he's at Alabama State, but he is a special quarterback. He is a true dual-threat quarterback. He, can, he has a powerful arm, and he can take off on in a heartbeat. So it'll be interesting to see Ken Howard corral uh, a quarterback of his caliber. Uh, the question that I have for Alabama State is uh, Howard is not a team devoid of talent. They have um, uh, Antoine Murray, who is one of the top receivers in the MIAC. They have one of the top quarterbacks, I believe, in the MIAC in 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 uh, in, in the young man. Uh, I'm sorry, I should say uh, defensive lineman Darren Brokenberg, uh, who is a, one of the top defensive linemen uh, in in the MIAC. Uh, and then they have a one-two punch uh, that can run the ball. When you talk about uh, Ian Wheeler and 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 Jared Hunter, so uh, this is a team that I think can give Alabama State some issues, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but my sweat love is going to uh, make me go with Alabama State on this. So I, I'll go. And in fact, you know, I, I like what Eddie Robson did. He threw down the gauntlet. Uh, he's tired of, of taking these ALs to the MIAC conference. So I think Alabama State is going to come with a little uh, bit of a chip on their shoulder, if you will, the same sort of chip that the MIAC always comes in with the swag. So it'll be interesting to see can they kind of uh, even up the, uh, the score, if you will. Man, fascinating. First, I didn't think he was hesitating on it, but he closed that well. He seems convicted in that. Before I go to you, Drew, and get your side of this, I uh, want to shout out to Dr. Paul Bryant, the newly named athletic director at Alabama A&M University. He's chiming in and checking us out and watching us. We appreciate you showing us some love, as you always did when you were back over there at Edward Waters University. Uh, continue to stick with us. Love to get you on. We're going to get you an invite. Want to see you talk about a little bit about the Alabama A&M Bulldogs. And I do want to go home. My wife is an Alabama A&M Bulldog. And then she said, if I don't get you on, there might be some problems at the house. So don't worry. <laughs> Dr. Bryant, you got an invitation. With that being said, A.D. Drew, what do you think about this Miak Swag Challenge matchup? I got it right that time. Since you brought up Paul Bryant, I got to get two, two quick things on Paul Bryant. <laughs> hey, I wonder if he's actually rooting for Alabama A&M. Consider the fact that the Badger City Classic, Alabama A and M, Alabama State. I mean, if he's, is he really rooting for Alabama State in this game? I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, Paul. Shoot, shoot. You got my number. Shoot me a text. Let me know, Paul. You know, are you going with the swag, or you can't do it because that's your rival? That's question number one. <laughs> and then question number two. You know, Alabama A and M. Y'all got yourselves a jewel up there. But Paul, I wish you would went to the other A and M. They had the uh, athletic director open. You know, I I just got to throw my two city in on that. I think he would have been a good gym down in Tallahassee also. But uh, getting back to the getting back to the game at hand, Alabama State is going to win the Battle of the Bands. 
You like how I started that off, how to avoid that question there, Dr. Kazoo. Oh, that was a breeze. Oh, that was a breeze. Uh, I can't let you get away with that. That was a real, that was a real easy one. <laughs> yeah, I think that. It, 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 but what, what makes this game interesting is the fact that, you know, geog- geography, and when I say geography, the fact that Alabama State is three hours away. All the years, it seems like that the MIAC SWAC challenge has been played. It's been the MIAC team with the geography advantage where their fans are the ones that are able to drive in in bulk and fill up and fill up that stadium. Well, oh, right. well, except the year Jackson State. Yeah, 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 Jackson State. Yeah, well, actually, y'all both about Jackson State, but don't. Well, about the same business. No, I'm just talking about geography. I'm just talking about from a geographical point. We know, we know Jackson State do what they do when they travel, but I'm just talking geography. Now, (laughs) this year, this year, Alabama State, (laughs) the SWAT team, has a geographical advantage. Will that be? what it takes for the Hornets and the SWAC to get over because there are a lot of unanswered questions when it comes to Alabama State. Obviously, if you've got a rookie head coach, you've got, you, you've got, a, you've got a quarterback who come, comes in with all these credentials, uh, did not get a whole lot of playing time at Auburn, so you've got, the, you've got a potential rust factor when you look at the quarterback position at uh, Alabama State, and like you said, Charles, how it is not devoid of talent. Of talent, how mm. would how would got got an upset victory last year and played a few people closer than everybody expected last year, and has most of that talent returning. Mm. So, I, I I really think it's going to be an intriguing matchup. Alabama State is favored in this game by two points according to Massey ratings. There's an over-under of 54 points in this particular game. Now, since I am going to be on the BCSN Game Time Show on Saturday, I I asked the professor to allow me to reserve my right to hold my pick until Saturday so that you have to watch on Saturday on the BCSN Game Time to see which way do I lean, you know. Sound like he's sending one of those letters for athletics talking about he's going to be on the road trip. Can he get an extension on his can I, can yeah. I, can I, yeah, can I get an extension? Yeah. This is an excused absence. Yeah, can I give this excused absence uh, for that portion right now? But, yeah, I really think there's going to be some uh, – there's going to be some interesting uh, matchups. And, you know, Alabama State had its, had its struggles on offense last year. That, that, that was the question. How would – had his struggles on defense last year. So how, how does that play out this year when those two go against each other? You'll find out on Saturday what I think about that. <laughs> I think they're confused about your geographical matchup. He's not saying fan travel. He's just talking about distance. See, Charles, yes. you missed this all up. Everybody now going to debate attendance models. <laughs> different models. You don't have to really come to our class analytic modeling in terms of we know, look, we know Jackson State go fill up wherever wherever it is. Hey, that what why you think uh Bethune wanted to move the gate to Jacksonville? Because they know they, they know no, no matter what you say, somebody from somebody in that blue and red gonna be down there in Duval representing y'all 
it may they may not come from Jackson, from Jackson to uh, Mississippi, but somebody in some blue and red gonna be down there at Duval to represent y'all. You know this, y'all. We'll see. We'll see. Before we close up, and we'll save some defense uh, talk. We'll give some defensive top teams. We showed a lot of love for offense last couple of weeks. We got into some things going on, but we're gonna make sure we talk about some defensive players over the next couple of weeks to make sure they get their due shine as we get in the first two weeks of football. With that being said, I would be remiss if I didn't give a little love to GCAC on the women's side with volleyball preseason poll rankings. You know, this is the expanded Gulf Coast Athletic Conference. At number seven, you have Oakwood, a new member to the GCAC. At number six, you got Rust, another new member. At number five, two. Number four, a team sliding over from the Red River Athletic Conference into the GCAC is Wiley. At number three, Fist that just came in. At number two, Philanda Smith. At number one, Dillard that's been able to get it done. They're predict to finish one in terms of volleyball. That is in the GCAC. So I wanted to give a little love there. Thought that was fascinating. Get that out of there in terms of what's going on. Obviously, HBCU football players, Reese Senior, watch list courtesy of HBCU Sports. You have uh, Isaiah Bolden, Jack State. Talked a little bit about him. Mark Evans, Arkansas Pine Bluff. Shane Hooks, Jackson State. John Higgins, Jackson State, Robert Lacey, Tennessee State, Isaiah Land, Florida A&M, Aubrey Miller, Jackson State, Abdullah Fatih, Abram, uh, Alabama A&M, Brandon Barnes-Brown, Fayetteville State, Sundia Ada, Anderson, Gramlin State, Jada Kiss Barnes, Hampton, Jordan Lewis Southern, Isaiah Kenny, Alabama State, Joshua Pryor, Bowie State. So we got a mix of a couple of Division II players in there, FCS players, good mix between SWAC, MEAC, CIAASIAC. Did they get in there? Not quite with the SIEC. So we got to see what's going on. Had some folks at Albany State couldn't quite get the mix. So it'll be fascinating to see what that looks like. Folks, I hope you enjoyed the show. We're going to call it a day. Check us out on Sunday morning. We'll be back into it to give you some deeper dive and give you some reaction of what took place on Saturday. We'll get in and tell you what we thought about the matchups. We'll see which one of these guys are right. Tune in Saturday also for the game time. I'll jump on there and give you some updates. And then we got Charles uh, doing his thing. Continue to check out the pregame show. Carlos Brown will do his show live, obviously, in terms of giving you some updates of what's going on in the Southern Arena, his perspective of the Swack and Miak, and go even outside of that as he brings you some NFL love about the New Orleans Saints. I'm not sure why he spends so much time on that, but that's a whole nother discussion. That's his right in terms of trying to figure out the madness between there. Can't pick on me no more. I know he'll go to Charles and talk about your Cowboys. I don't even <laughs> get into the NFL no more. I'm just HBCU. This is where the fun is at. We'll get it done like that. But I figured I'd give him a little round of doozy, uh, talking about a little bit, see Charles trying to hold it in. Uh, thank you for listening to the Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Make sure you share your podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, the dean of HBCU Sports, coming from inside the lab. In the College of HBCU Sports with Mike Watson, Charles Bishop, Hope you enjoyed our guest interview, Derek Weber, with the Battle of the Bands, National Battle of the Bands this weekend in Houston. Give you some updates what that looks like. We look forward uh, to Sunday as we give our opening Sunday. We might even sneak in two hours. We're going to at least do an hour. We'll live, you know, make sure you catch us at 9 o'clock Central Standard Time for the debut of the Sunday edition of Dr. Ville's Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Might even bring in a couple of uh, new guests on there to show you up, but might. Charles will be in the house Saturday game time as it debuts this season. Should be fascinating as we pull in a new punch. Obviously told you about Carlos throughout the week. You know what we do 
with ONG uh, Strike Zone. You had the pregame show doing some Wednesday's love for you. Look for that to continue to happen throughout the season. They might move the time around a little bit, but they're going to give you some live content, much of the other stuff they do. Just follow them, and they'll give you the latest and greatest in terms of what that looks like. Nice little round table should be coming back. A lot of stuff where we give you some media folks in terms of our poll rankings of what we think in terms of that perspective, a big, a bigger uh, framework on that. So keep up the love. And then, you know, you have the Sunday night as you close out your weekend and get ready for the next week, settle down, get your dinner right, get your exercise in before you start your week. You got nothing other than Brian and AD uh, with uh, what they do with the sports rap. You got BJ Jones coming back in to give you some more action. We got a week load of stuff, and we got some other folks that we're going to be putting into the marketplace. So keep up with BCSN and make sure you download my JBN, my BCSN, as we continue to bring you all the love of your HBCU sports in the platform for BCSN. Plus, we're going to have some live content of some of these games, so you can come right here and get you some of these uh, live action in terms of volleyball, football, throughout the season as we bring you that as well. Follow me, Dr. Don't forget, on Doc. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. What did you want to add there, Amy? I said, Don't forget, for, for your reading pleasure, make sure you uh, follow my articles on D2Football.com under the SIAC columnist. I got a couple articles out there already. Load it up. Make sure that you put it out there. They're going to be looking to see what we're doing on D2. We're going to make sure they get their presence because we got Drew delivering it. Inside the HBC Sports Lab 1 on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter spaces there. I come in and guest here and there. And also we'll crank it up every once in a while. I'll give you some live responses of what's going on out there in the collegiate space, particularly on how it relates to HBCUs. Follow me on Facebook, YouTube, uh, inside HBC Sports Lab. As you know, dream big, continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles? Horse? AD? Lecture? Dismissed? Well, holla.